Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Hello everyone, welcome to a Saturday morning here in Melbourne. A balmy Saturday morning, according to my co-host in this morning. Thanks to Sportsbet bringing you The Odds Couple every Saturday morning between 8 and 9 o'clock. A change of personnel this morning. Simon Marshall, he little softy Simon, had to have a week off and you know, a bit of rest recuperation and just get himself together and uh, filling the breach right off the top of the show this morning is Mr David Taggart. Good morning Mr Taggart. Good morning Scuba, how are we? On driving in this morning, was that the first thing that came into your head, a balmy Saturday morning in Melbourne? Yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't say balmy, it's a bit muggy out there. But it's you a... did say balmy when, I, when you said I... before, you know what the weather is, it's balmy, you, <laughs> you actually said balmy. I corrected myself pretty quickly but uh, we are missing Jock this morning. Yeah, Jock's not here. Um, Never told us where he was going. Is he out packing sports bet, packing them cup day today, or is he flowing over to Hong Kong for oh, the international? He, he races? might have gone international on us. I think he, he has. Have, may it, have gone international on us. Eating the dumplings and the wonton soup. Yeah, I think he's doing a little bit of that um, at, at all hours. So we wish him well. We wish him well. He'll be back uh, with us uh, next week. Uh, all going well, uh, but um, we got a, a very interesting hour coming up. David Hayes is joining us a little later on. Uh, He's got a good chance in the Packingham Cup this afternoon, and we go country again. Second Saturday meeting going country in two weeks. Three weeks. Three or two out of the last three weeks. Yeah, correct. Um, Ballarat, of course. He's got a a few uh, nice runners today there at Packingham, too, Mm. David Hayes, and uh, good to see he's using the young uh, apprentice, Lockie King, as well. So we'll have a chat to him about that. And talking of young talent, uh, his young fellow, Will, got drafted by the Bulldogs. Oh, how exciting was that? So we look forward to. Touching base with David uh, on that. Will would be the second best footballer in the family. David was the best footballer, no doubt, and he'll, he'll, he'll tell, tell you us that. about that. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I've, I've no doubt he will. If, if Will gets his act together, he'll be the, the number one Hayes in the family, I reckon. They'll be saying, David who? Talking of talent, have we got enough talent to fill all these million-dollar races or multi-million-dollar races that are going to be going on around the country? I'm really keen to get our listeners' view as well. Um, another... A uh, big race uh, in Sydney announced uh, during the week, the Golden Eagle, $7.5 million worth uh, over the 1,500 metres to be run at Rose Hill on Derby Day, the traditional VRC Derby Day. The week prior, there will be a three-year-old 1,600 metre race, which is on um, Cox, Plate. Cox Plate Day. And then on the final Saturday, final day, as we call it, at, um, at the VRC Carnival, we will. They'll be running a million-dollar two-year-old race um, up in Sydney. So they're really ramping up their their spring carnival to be competitive with Melbourne. Melbourne shot back, uh, of course, with a we had to a, a race of their own, the All Star Mile in the autumn. 
uh, which going you know basically head to head with their Doncaster, if you like, and and the Everest that the um, that they run up there each year. So, yeah, extraordinary, um, extraordinary uh, competition between the the two jurisdictions, New South Wales and Victoria. We've seen it all happen before from a television perspective, and they waste wasted million upon million when they fought each other on you know, whether they should be on Sky or whether they should be you know, on Racing.com and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, now they're going at loggerheads trying to attract the, the best horses to their carnivals. Well, they're trying to outdo each other, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't like the concept. It's, it's like raining on our parade, isn't it? I mean, we don't go and take anything away from them. Uh, I love the concept. But we did. We, oh. we, we bought in the all-star mile. Is that on Doncaster Day, is it? Well, it's it's um, up against their... What day is that? I'll, I'll check exactly what day that is. But, I mean, you know, we, we bounce back with you know with that. Yeah. And, you know, boom, they come up now with a 1,500-metre well, $7.5 million race. It, it's... Um, I, I like it. They, well, they threw first punch put in the Everest line a couple of years ago, but I... I like the concept because now it gives because it's a four year old race. Now it gives these young three year old stallions Just sort of not a new lease of life, but because they they go straight to the breeding barn because it's they're too valuable. Now they've got that carrot dangling, and now with as you say in the, that seven half million dollar race in the spring, then they can race in the autumn and, and go for that that five million uh, all stars race as well. So uh, it, it is there. It's. It's a great concept, but I just don't. I thought the planning could have been a little bit better and sort of had it on a on a day where we let Melbourne stand alone and have their their their, their, their day in the sun that yeah. week that they have at Flemington. So uh, there are plenty of days. What why couldn't they have had it on Everest Day? Well, are they raining on our parade? What do you think? Um, are you for or against New South Wales holding these big races? And and we have uh, gone to that level as well in in uh, the All Star Mile that's been announced to be run here in. Uh, in Melbourne with a with a five million dollar purse, let us uh, know your thoughts. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Uh, good thing for racing, bad thing for racing. Um, are these races uh, going to to add to the carnivals? Um, it definitely adds to the prospect of uh, horses winning prize money. And do we have the depth in our racing to make sure that these races are at a level that is worthy of that sort of prize money? One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Be really interested in your opinion at home on uh, just exactly how that will um, that will work. The the race days they're, they're on, David, and this is this is where I think tags. I think it's fantastic. In, you know, you'll be crossing, let's say Cox Plate Day from you know Cox Plate Day was a wonderful card. Zoom up, you go to to, to Sydney for the you know the big three year old sixteen hundred meter race over over the mile. The week before, we will have had, or two weeks prior to that, we will have had the Caulfield Guineas. You know, whether uh, you know the Sydney horses go back and then run in that and don't come down for the Spring Carnival, that could be one um, uh, issue, if you like, where we won't see those horses down in down in Melbourne. You know, travelling up and uh, up and back to Sydney and Melbourne uh, twice, because I, I would think still the traditional race of that Caulfield Guineas is going to be the one that makes. A stallion. I don't think this race would be a a stallion making race at this stage. It, it's hard to say. It's still very very early. Uh, as I said, with the Everest, it's it's getting legs. These races may get legs too, and I think they will too. Uh, and that All Star Mile in Melbourne, that's middle of March, so, so that is actually part of our autumn campaign. And then they do move it to Sydney, so it is sort of away from their limelight that little bit. 
and it's probably a lead-in into their autumn carnival. So, um, yeah, but with, with that Golden Eagle Derby Day. So, yeah, I'm, as I said, they're, they're rained on our parade and, and be interesting to see how, uh, what our listeners think too. What do you think? Uh, have they rained on the parade? Good thing for racing, bad thing for racing, this um, New South Wales-Victorian war that seems to have uh, been declared. The prize money is absolutely brilliant, but uh, do you want to see uh, uh, the two jurisdictions battling each other for who's got the best carnival in the spring and the autumn? one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight one three hundred. 235548 uh, I mentioned earlier tags the um, second in three weeks uh, city meetings being held on country tracks uh, Ballarat I thought was just an outstanding success um, and yeah that was the third year I think they've had that standalone meeting this is about the third or fourth year as packing them since the new yes, tracks correct, been put in correct and they're metropolitan tracks within themselves. They are beautiful tracks, Pakenham and Ballarat, along with Bendigo. So, yeah, there's no reason why we can't uh, hold a metro meeting up there. And they've, you know, they've. It's a standalone meeting. It's a sports bet Pakenham Cup today, and uh, we're in for a great day. What have you heard about? You know, the, the feeling I get is is really good. I I haven't heard anyone. Um, I, I haven't talked to a lot of people about what goes on at Pakenham, but um, you know, Ballarat. People seem to just. You know, love the drive, hour and a half, you know, um, wonderful course, you know, good facilities, you're, you're close to the action, um, all the trainers celebrate, you know, that, that, that's sort of their, their year, year of celebration to, to thank their clients, etc. and they put, put their marquees up. It's, it's a fantastic day. Packham's a little bit unlucky this year because of the train system. Uh, they're doing works on that Packham line uh, out oh, to Tainong. So, yeah, it's only a kilometre out from Tainong. So uh, they are a bit stiff, but... Once that's all done and dusted, it's it's as you say, it's an hour on the train from Spencer Street. So uh, get out on the bus. Yeah, or the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think there'll be lots of groups out there today, and uh, they, they will go and have a ball. And they reckon the the facilities there are second to none because they're so modern. Uh, and the jockeys' room, it's it's better than Flemington. They've got they've got uh, packing them. Yeah, packing them. Yeah, it's it's amazing. They've got a hot. Uh, they've got a nice bath as well there for the boys. I think it's the only track that has it. Uh, Did you say ice bath or nice bath? An ice ice, ice bath. bath. Yeah, after okay. they've after they've uh, got their weight in the sauna or the or the hot tub, they go into a nice ice bath and uh, and yeah, it's just the facilities there are, uh, are as you say second to none. Would, would you uh, would a jockey have a a sauna during the day during the afternoon or, the, or do you do it all before you get there? You do most of it uh, before you get before there? you get there. Uh, you're only allowed 15 minutes. It's the OH&S safety mm. now. You're only allowed 15 minutes per hour. So sauna for 15, off for 45. So if they if the boys have still got, say, that quarter to a half a kilo to get, they'll, they'll get there and do that in the last 15 minutes. Uh, and they'll, and if their rides are lighter in the day too, uh, they can go in and out of the, in between races as well and try and cut that, as you say, that, that, that half a pound to a pound. And so what's the idea of the ice bath? Ice bath just refreshes you. Just uh, oh, so you come out sweating hot, you're yeah. all you know, be red faced, and you've you've lost your half kilo. Yeah, you look you look like a. So uh, what affects the, the ice bath is just purely cooling down. Cooling down method, yeah. It's got nothing else. There's no, uh, not like the footballers or or any uh, uh, contact sport athlete that has to go and uh, yeah. Go and a jockey will do that during the day. Yeah, it can. You know, yeah, maybe well, after the race place. four. Yeah, they're the only place. Well. 
it a lot, depends how much weight they've got to do because if you can keep sweating after the sauna and try and lose out a couple of more ticks, they will. Otherwise, if they've got their weight bang straight in the ice bath to cool down, don't forget your your core body in the the end, the heat inside. It's you, you are mm. yeah, it's it's bloody hot in there, and uh, yeah. So if they can cool down any way they can, they will. I remember SD. Um, we had shocking weight problems, didn't sho- he? And after he wrote, he would sit in a you know lukewarm shower or cold shower for for 15, 20 minutes just sitting on the ground just letting the water because he was just exhausted and dehydrated and, and it's probably just another way to uh, rejuvenate yourself. Wow. You say uh, you're only about 15 minutes each hour. Yes. Who monitors that? you you yeah. got to you got to write into a book, I went yeah. in at that time and I came out at that time? you got a doorman, yeah. Fair he'll put your name down, yeah. So if I went in there five minutes before you, he'll put my name down and then you go in, he'll put, yeah, so everything's documented and the times and... And then if you want to go back in, he'll say, no, you've still got to wait another five minutes before you're allowed back in because uh, the hour is not up. So, uh, yeah, and that's on all, all racetracks. Uh, right. Yeah, so there's, there's, yeah, people monitoring, to, monitoring uh, your, your sort of saunering yeah. Uh, yeah, conditions. Okay. Um, interesting. We haven't touched on this before, particularly with Simon with his, with his weight, weight problems uh, over the journey. We haven't got as in-depth as this of how you do it. With, with, a, with a sauna session... How much weight can you lose? I would, if I went and rode track work, I'd, I'd put on all the heavy clothes and try and lose up to a kilo there. If I'd rode half a dozen to so eight, you'd want to sweat at track work. Sweat at track work, and then I'd come home and and I had a sauna at home, and I would usually be in there for an hour and uh, knock off about a kilo and a half. So I could knock off around about two and a half kilos per per day of that morning, and it's just fluid, and you just rehydrate as soon as you uh, your light rides are finished. So, so when. When you were riding, what did you walk the street at? What weight? If I got up later on in my career, if I got up say fifty-seven, I'd, I'd ride fifty-four and a half that day. It's truth. Yeah. Okay, so you do a couple of kilos of track work, yeah, then, one, then in the sauna, one and then, track work. Yeah. And so, what what weight would you take rides at fifty-four? Would you? Yeah, fifty-four and a half, fifty-five. Yeah. And that's as light as you could get uh, from a health point of view, from a health perspective. No, perspective? for everyday riding, that's all I did. If I had to uh, ride something light for a in a, that a I thought had a big, race. yeah had a big chance. You'd, of course, then yeah down to fifty three and a half or something like that. But but when I was firing it on song, yeah, I was walking around fifty fifty one fifty and a half, and then trying to ride. Yeah, so I was I had that maintained. But that's every day working hard, and and I wasn't sauntering a lot then. But I was just yeah hardly eating and uh, yeah doing a lot of exercise. Um, how much does a saddle weigh? Oh, yeah. How many saddles did you guys have? I was, like Craig Williams today, he's got a full book, well close to it. Uh, he he could take a, easily three or four saddles to the races. You've got your very light saddle, which weighs, which probably weighs about two hundred, two hundred and fifty pound grams. Yeah, grams. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, grams. I'm maybe. thinking a half, about a half a pound. About pass away. Yeah, I'm thinking about a half a pound. Yeah, so about two hundred grams, and then you've got, of course, your your pound saddles up to your, you know, three pound, five pound, seven. So on. Still and, talking uh, in the old, aren't you? Yeah, I still do, don't <laughs> I? Yeah, it's, uh, well, and so do the boys. They'll go around, oh, have you got a five-pound saddle? You know, so, uh, yeah, and then you've got to put your, your irons and, and then your girth and yep. single on it too. So, yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's... So in the end, it would weigh two kilos? The lighter saddle I had was un, with all dressed was under half a kilo. It's truth. Yeah. All dressed? Yeah, all dressed irons. Wow, and Yeah. And that's the packing, and yeah. So, uh, with the vest coming in, it's a little bit easier for the boys too, because uh, in the old days, 
you had to be a kilo under your your riding allowance. So if you had to yep. ride fifty five, you had to be fifty four stripped. Now to ride fifty five, you got to be fifty five stripped. Then you'll get in. Interesting, fantastic. Thanks, uh, Dave. Learn something new every day. Glad, glad he went on holidays. That other bloke. <laughs> uh, very, very interesting chatting uh, about that with David Taggart. Uh, plenty more to come on the odds couple. David Hayes coming up shortly. And of course, you can check out Sports Bets Racing Specials this weekend at Pakenham and Rose Hill. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. Also, make sure you download the SEN app. Um, pair it to your car, and you can listen anywhere, anywhere, wherever you're driving. Uh, we welcome you on the SEN app. You can listen to SEN's coverage of the cricket, of course. You can live stream any sport, catch up on all the SEN podcasts and consume all the news and video from SEN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're an active place here, and we're active on the Odds Couple this morning. Uh, plenty more to come. David Hayes, just around the corner. This is the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. On 1116 SEN, the Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. No, Simon Marshall this morning. David Taggart is uh, filling the breach and filling it very well, I might add. He's taking us right through the jockey's room. How the jockeys uh, lose uh, their weight in between races and uh, before they go to the races. And um, you learn something new every day, young man. Yeah, and uh, we're welcoming welcoming our Adelaide uh, listeners well, for the first are. time today. Uh, and, yeah, the race is there at Morfordville. I think uh, race two, number one, Heaven's Deal. So for them Adelaide listeners, Heaven's Deal today. That was uh, that was very Richie Benno what you just did then <laughs> for the first time today. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. You know, we, we welcome our Perth viewers for the first time today. It's twenty two you know, past two. Yes, no, interesting. Oh, someone who who was a great fan of Richie Benno's um, was uh, is David Hayes who joins us now, champion trainer. He's got a busy day down at Pakenham, but I want to talk to him about a few other things before we get to uh, what's going to be happening at Pakenham today. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Simon. Busy day for you at Pakenham? Yes, we've uh, we've got some nice runners down there, so hopefully we can get a winner. We're going to get to those in a moment. You've had an exciting couple of weeks with your young fella being drafted uh, to the Bullies. How did that all transpire and how did that feel as a parent? Uh, look, it was very exciting um, to get drafted and he's had to wait a while. He's 23 years old, but uh, it seems um, it's quite popular now, the mature age draftees and it was we were just so excited because he's worked so hard to get there and um it's great that he's got a chance he's uh second best footballer in the family after me yes. yeah uh, I, 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 was, I was just a wasted talent <laughs> where did you play your footy uh for, I, I played at, uh, for central districts in the sample so that that's uh, the the in the old days, where the we had the VFL here, that was that was the big yeah. league in Adelaide, the the equivalent in Adelaide. The equivalent in Adelaide, and uh, uh, I played in a under 19s grand final and up too much too many reserves games, but played with 
in the era of John Platman and those guys, so before he came to Hawthorne. Oh, he was at Central Districts? Yes, yes, yes. Was he getting knocked out as often in those days? He was a very good footballer. He mm. used to get a lot more than me. <laughs> well, let's move uh, from there down to Pakenham. Um, uh, some interesting runners. Uh, your French horse that ran so well in the... In the like yeah, yeah, in the um, in the Ballarat Cup, uh, and and had some give in the ground. He's not going to get that sort of give today. No, you wouldn't think with the northerlies yesterday, but they say there's a chance there could be a little bit of rain later. So, look, he's a horse that won the Ballarat Cup two years ago, and then backed up and won the Pakenham Cup. Then he bowed attended, and he's had sort of eighteen months in the wilderness, but he's just got fit again. And I think he can run really well, and he's over the odds. Yeah, David, it's David Taggart here. How are you going, mate? Congratulations Good on, thanks, the, on the on the young son getting drafted. Yeah, we just I was just we, we Simon just talking about polite to say how how he did lose form after his uh, two scintillating wins in in the uh, Ballarat and Pakenham Cup, and I think you have got him back to form. He looked the winner the other day, and he sort of just did he just need the run? I think he did. The, the conditions were quite testing, and uh, he's a very He's a gross horse, and it's taken us nearly 12 months to get him race fit and hard again. Uh, he bowed his tendon actually in the um, Packerham Cup two years ago. So uh, now I'm sure he's back in form. He'll be a good, consistent horse to follow. And with, the, of course, Packerham, they've got a nice lush uh, grass surface there too. So he may just get that natural jar out of the track for you that you need. Um Race two, Gita. Well, he's won his last three from four. He's he's ticking along good. Uh, he, he was a solid win at Morfieldville last start. Uh, can yeah, go on again with it. Good win at Morfieldville. She's a talented filly. Um, she had a bit of a temperature after a Morfieldville win, uh, but that's why she's five weeks between runs. That'd be the only negative for me. She had a bit of time between runs. And uh, you got a winning chance in race four, number 12, Credence. Uh, he's looking for this trip now. He got home very well at Sandown just to, to just miss. Yeah, I thought he might have been. He ticks a lot of boxes. I thought he might have been our best chance for the day. He's your best, okay. And Windforce, he flies far, fresh, and Barry one. He's he draw to do no work either. Yeah, should get a lovely run. Um, and he normally gets better into a prep, I'd say. An old boy, and he's carrying a bit of condition. Um, talking of uh, old boys, Sosie Bond, he, he, you feel like he's an old horse now because <laughs> I think 29 times he's been around, he's won once. Um, uh, you know, there, there's always the odd excuse for him. Uh, what, what are we going to expect today? Well, it's interesting. He's, he's, he got gelded in winter, and he's taken a while to get his coat, and his coat's just come right, and he's a very good-looking horse. Uh, and last start at Flemington, it reads a sixth, but it was most unlucky. He got held up. Today we're going to sit quiet on him and come down the outside. And you were talking. Uh, I think I think he's knocking on the door to win. And the last time he did win, it was at this track. I oh, say so he broke his maiden pack, and which is good. Uh, you said it took him took you a while to geld him. Like Robbie Lang has, it's a well written fact. Uh, Robbie had him, and he he couldn't get that uh, over the line with the owners. Did it take much uh, convincing <laughs> to? to the owners to geld him, David, especially with what he was doing on the track? Um, yeah, look, he had that habit of um, jumping out the gates and attacking his neighbour. Uh, and <laughs> and he did it. We, we put blinkers on him and it, he stopped doing it for a little while, but then he started again. And um, uh, the stewards said if you don't geld him, uh, 
uh, he'll he'll get barred from racing. So he had to do something. So, so they forced your was, hand. In the end, there was no choice. Yeah, they forced your hand. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, Rosie, Keener Ray, uh, getting off so soon, Keener Ray... I thought where he was going to land for his career was going to be at a higher level than this. Am I fair in saying that? Yeah, I think you're right, Simon. Like he's a multiple Group 2 winner, Group 1 place, and a million-dollar earner, I think. But he won about six or seven in a row, but he's got to his mark, and he's probably one of those sort of horses that will win a race of prep now, not three or four. Mm. So um, we've purposely tried to peak him for this summer period and I'm hoping he picks up a race through the December, January period. Yeah. Um, all the best today, David, especially in the Packenham Cup and uh, and for our listeners, race four, number 12, Credence is your best. Thank you, Dave. Here it is. Thanks, Hazy. Thanks, Simon. Cheers. Good chatting with uh, David Hayes. Big uh, book, a uh, big float load of horses going down to Packenham this afternoon and uh, he be interesting to see if the, the French horse can, can regain that form. He's, he's won a Packenham Cup before. It'd be great. I wonder if a horse doesn't go to a track where it's injured itself before and look and think, oh. Oh, I doubt it. it, it no? Yeah, it's been two years. He, as he said, he did it in the Packenham Cup when he won it. So it was <laughs> that's got a lot of merit to that win. So, uh, yeah, it's not as if he, he, he had a fall or he, he tumbled. So, uh, yeah, he's he done a tendon. He's, they've dealt with it and... Uh, as he said, he's a big race also. He's taken a long time to get that race fitness into him, and uh, today might be the day to win his second Packingham Cup. Okay, just after 8.30, time for us to go to the latest news headlines with Chris McKenzie. On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the Odds Couple, all those out on the roads, uh, driving up country, wherever you might be. Uh, nice to have your company on a Saturday morning, thanks to Sportsbet on the Odds Couple. Uh, Simon Marshall's having a little softy sigh. He's having a, a weekend off. He just needed a bit of time to himself. We think he's gone international on us. We think he's gone international. I we're think not, he has. I we're not 100% sure. He was very tight-lipped about he, his he, movements. Has he text in like... A lot of our listeners. Yeah, well, a lot of our listeners have. We'll get to the, those uh, text messages in a moment. You get your quaddy ready because um, big quaddy day. Um, you're a bit. Let's be. Let's be frank. I'm hot and cold. Katy Perry. Oh mate, I reckon you're more ice bath than <laughs> sauna. <laughs> Thanks You've for the been, wet. No mate, you're more ice bath. Than Me, you. The best have been winning though, except last week. Sorry? I was going for about. Five best in a row, four but best. You didn't in listen to me last week. Oh. I gave you the winner of the last. I said XL Yeah, XL, whatever it's called. XL Calibre or whatever it's called. I told you that. Yeah, and you, you laughed at me in here last yeah. week. Yeah, we did. So did so did Jock. Yeah, you yeah. laughed at me last week. Don't laugh at me. Well, this we week. weren't expecting you to tip two two outsiders in a matter of a month. Don't, so don't laugh at me again. So I just I just very knowledgeable. All, <laughs> I just hope all the punters out there were listening and took took your advice and uh, and how it put me out of the quaddy as as we said it was going to do. Uh, well uh, we've touched on a couple of topics this morning. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight or our text number oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. New South Wales versus Victoria. What do you think? These uh, city meetings being run in the country, you're enjoying um uh, how they're rolling out, because I, I must admit, personally, uh, I've been enjoying them, and uh, it appears that the racing public uh, have been enjoying them. Just some of your thoughts on the SMS machine. Uh, I've got a I've got a spanking here from uh, Anonymous. Um, I love it when they... Uh, I never knew so many people were called Anonymous. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting name. I hadn't heard that a lot. 
Uh, Simon, it's million and stallion, not million and stallion. <laughs> okay. Correcting so your grammar, the grammar police. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The old old school days. I didn't learn a lot. Um, I got a little little thank you for the uh, magnificent last uh, race bestie at the Valley last Saturday, which you didn't listen to. Not not that I'm gloating. But good, good to see people are. giving you a paid bit of love. About thirteen dollars. A week before, it paid about $31, I think. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't mm. the week before, but it mm. wasn't far off. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think your last four tips, 33 to 1 and a, and a 12 to 1. So you're going along all right. Have you, you ever been called play. Garfunkel? <laughs> I'm Art, am I? Art Garfunkel. No, no, no. I, we've got a text here. Uh, good morning, Simon and Garfunkel. Can we get the Christmas turkey today? Thanks. I well, I hope we, we can. Uh, you'll have to wait and listen to our best uh, later on in the show. Yeah, I'll be listening to mine. I've no no doubt I'll be uh, listening to mine. Uh, now, the other thing I, I wanted to uh, get some uh, feedback on, uh, because one of our texts here, hey, boys, can you give me a tip for Hillsville? Are the Hillsville picnics on today? Hillsville picnics today, yes. I think you've got a six-race program. Uh, always a big day. Always What's big the day best day. picnic race meeting in Victoria? What is the best picnic race meeting in Victoria? One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight on our text machine oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. I'm thinking yay, yay. I Not love Belnaring. Well, Belnaring, Australia, I've been Australia to a day. couple of times and brilliant day, but it's a little bit crowded for me, Belnaring. A little bit bloody crowded. I've seen a lot of fights after the last. <laughs> well, am I down down by the coast there on the on the beach. That's a good picnic meeting. Yeah, they and they, any picnic right meeting, picnic they, meeting? They, they take their they take their eskies with them, and uh, yeah, well they're they're talking Dutch by the end of the day, aren't they? But, <laughs> Did you ever ride at a picnic meeting? No, 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 no? not allowed. I, I have ridden in trolls at Hillsville and Belnaring. Yep, uh, they're the two I looked around, but uh, uh, it's. It's harder to find winners there now since the great man Adam Bodie's retired. Mm. Uh, he dominated the picnic circuit there for a good part of 15 years and uh, he's hung up the saddle uh, the last couple of years and now uh, it's, a, it's a battle with Courtney Pace and uh, and, uh, and co out there. So uh, you've got a few young jocks coming through there too. Okay, uh, 433 98 11 16. Now what's the, what's the best picnic meeting uh, around the state? Let's get on to today's meeting at, um, uh, at Pakenham. Um, uh, Packenham Cup Day, of course. Now, the Quaddy will be race uh, 6, 7, 8 and 9. 6, 7, 8, 9 are our, our Quaddy races. I'll just bring up on the screen here. Um, let's go to our first leg of the Quaddy, which is race 6, Mr Taggart. Yeah, with, uh, with what, the sports... What's, what's moving? With the sports bet uh, uh, market in race 6, uh, number 4, Age of Fire. Been good money early in the week for him. Uh, he's steady now at $4. Uh, there was a bit of a stuff up uh, with him. He should be actually top weight, this horse. Uh, he got in with 56.5. Yeah, I don't know what, what happened, 100% sure, but he did come in with 56.5, and, a half, and they've, they've noticed their mistake, and he has been re-handing up to 60. That's why he's number four and carrying 60 kilos. How long did it take to discover the mistake and correct it? I, it wasn't long, but I know there was a lot of money that went on oh, the yeah. horse. Yeah, so because he was well-weighted, but, of course, I'm not sure what the... Uh, what the uh, sports bet done, whether they refunded the money or not. Uh, but uh, since he got re-handicapped to that 60 kilos, which was his actual allotted weight, which he should have had. And number six, Al Bettino. There's been a little push there, uh, 11s into 9.50. Uh, we we go down to the cup, uh, race seven, Del Harrod. Uh, he's been back from, he's, he's on the move, actually, 260 out to 290. And uh, 
and the and the Ballarat Cup winner Kawhi number three uh, has been good speaking four fifty into four dollars twenty. Now, hang on, I was playing with my screen. Then did you give us your numbers I in the first league? As yet. Okay, I well you go through them first, then we'll come back to the numbers. Numbers. Uh, I don't ra- want to confuse you. Race eight, number one, turn it around. Big the shoes to fill. You know, Marshall's gone international. On it. <laughs> he the has man. nineteen dollars in a thirteen dollars uh, with sports bet, and Schwab Border has had a bit of specking too, six dollars in the five fifty. And the last, uh, the top weight, uh, he's got the blows. The answer, my friend, he's first up, hasn't won first up before. Five fifty out to six fifty, and the fresh horse on the scene, number twelve, Leodora. As uh, eight fifty and a seven fifty. So uh, getting. Right, let's to go back to the first leg. All right, first leg of the quaddy, which um, is race six at Packenham Masaba. Yeah, race six, the first leg. Uh, I just hope that the Kilmore Cup form holds up, and it should hold up here with uh, Torgerson and Age of Fire. So I've only got the f- uh, two horses in this first leg, numbers one and four. One and four. Now, what sort of value are you giving us on the one and four? The four Age of Fire is. Four dollar favourite at the moment, a dollar seventy the place, and, and Torgerson's about five. Torgerson, yeah, four eighty and a dollar ninety five yep. on our sports bet screen. So one and four in the first leg, yeah. Race seven, the second leg, yeah. We go to the cup, the set, race seven. Uh, as we spoke spoke to David Hayes, uh, polite to say, uh, yeah, win of this race two years ago. Uh, he looks to have come back from that Ballarat Cup. Uh, as he said, he's as big as me. Now you don't reckon he needs wet ground. He does need the jar out of the track, yes, but he may get it. There is a lush uh, cover of grass out there at Packenham too, so he just a bit, bit like Mooney Valley with the Strathair track. Hopefully, he can get that today, and it is overcast uh, weather. Hopefully, we will get a little bit of rain to just to take that jar out of the track. Uh, Number eight, uh, Barisha. He hit the line well in the Ballarat Cup, and will appreciate the twenty five hundred. Uh, and he's over the odds here at thirteen dollars. So uh, the numbers here in the cup are one, three, seven, eight, and ten. One, three, seven, eight, and ten in the cup. Uh, let's go through from an odds point of view. Uh, the toppy uh, Del Harreld, two ninety and dollar forty is our favourite. Number three Easy is favorite. Kiowa, three eighty and dollar sixty. The Ballarat Cup winner, number seven, is um, uh, the French horse from David Hayes, twelve dollars and three dollars seventy. Number eight, Barisha, eight dollars fifty and two dollars eighty. And number ten, Swikadelic, twenty one dollars and five fifty. Bit of yeah, value there. He was hitting the, the line too at the Ballarat Cup too. Okay, race eight is the third leg of the quaddy. Yeah, uh, to, as I said, turn it around. He's been very well supported. He hasn't won fresh, but he's played seven out of eight times uh, without winning. So uh, he goes in. Number four, Schwab Border will get a, a great run throughout. I've left one of the favourites out. Number three, Mister Moneybags. Uh, he's to me, he's just badly weighted on on his ratings. Uh, he's rated seventy seven. He's and he's getting the same weight as the top weight at rated ninety three. Sosie Bond has the. Uh, oh, he's on fifty seven. Yeah, Sosie Bond goes in, but Sosie won one race in twenty nine starts. He goes in. Don't worry about Sosie Bond. Hazy's got him. He's got him peaking today. So the numbers here are one, Sorry, four, five, seven, and eight. One, four, five, seven, and eight. One, four, five, seven, and eight. On our sports uh, bet screens, number one, thirteen dollars. Turn turn it around. So, bit of value there. Number four is Schwab Border at six dollars. Number five is Armadeus at eight dollars fifty. You're giving us some value here, young man. Yeah, the quaddy might pay. Uh, right. Number seven, Sosie Bonnet, three ninety, three ninety favourite. Sosie Bonnet. You want to lay him there? Oh, why wouldn't you lay him? Yeah, yeah. One from twenty nine. Strike rate's not great. It's three dollars ninety. Should be three hundred and ninety to one. Uh, he was number seven and number eight, uh, Chippenham, four eighty a dollar. No, so some 
some good value there uh, around Sosibon. Uh, if the favourite gets up, um, we'll all be a touch on the surprise side. Let's go to the final leg of the quaddy, and that's race nine. Uh, number 10, Suspense, has trialled up really well at Cranbourne. It was a soft trial, uh, and... He gets in well at the minimum here on 54. Number 12, as I, I said earlier, Leodora has a great fresh record. And number seven, he's sort of uh, self, self, how do you pronounce it, self-feed. He's in the same boat as suspense. Uh, he's drawn well and down in the weights as well. So the numbers here are 1, 7, 10 and 12. Seven. I reckon this is the first time I've seen it. With all the quaddies we've done this year from you, you've, you've got the top in in every race in the quaddie today. Oh, that's a good, I didn't realise that. Good get. I don't reckon you've done that at any stage this year. There you go. That might be a little omen. Okay, 1, 7, 10 and 12 in the last uh, leg. The answer, my friend, is at $6. Uh, number 7 is uh, Sill Feed at five fifty. Number 10 is Suspense at $4.60 favourite. And number 12, uh, Leodoro at $7. So you're not putting Hazy's Keen Array in? No, he's out of form. Mm, $27, uh, Ray at the moment. So it should be. Yeah, a bit of a leg up from David, he thought. No. Probably half a, half a show. Is he a you, good judge? You're not going to go that way. He's a great judge, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not putting him in, so... He's won a lot more group one... Trained that... a lot more group one winners than I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay, those numbers in the quaddie, so uh, get your pens, pencils, crayons and all those sort of things ready, whatever your writing tool may be. The first leg, which is race six, one and four... Second leg, race seven, one, three, seven, eight, and ten. Third leg, race eight, one, four, five, seven, and eight. Fourth leg, race nine, one, seven, ten, and twelve. Correct weight, and that's $200 for a whole unit. 200 So if you had 50% and of that, how much would, would that cost? I don't know. You got an abacus there? A who? An abacus. What's that? To work it out. <laughs> the old-fashioned calculator is back used <laughs> in the 1700s. spell. <laughs> oh, you don't mind. So half's 100 that might be our word and a of the quarter's day. 50. Abacus. Is that right? Yeah, quarter is 50. We've got the mathematician <laughs> oh, in the house. Oh, no, we, we better go and get a calculator somewhere. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We'll come back with David Taggart's best in Sydney and in Adelaide for our... Fresh viewers on our new SEN Adelaide, uh, we welcome you to the Odds Couple and we look forward to giving you a, window, a winner later in the day. We're going to take a break. It's nine minutes to nine o'clock. On 1116 SEN, the Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Great to have your company on another Saturday morning, three minutes to nine o'clock. We're about to wrap things up. We'll quickly go to uh, some of our SMSs that have uh, come through on our picnic race meetings. Um, Kyle, Kyle from Kyneton, isn't that interesting? Kyle from Kyneton, uh, he, he said yay. Yay is his go-to place. Um, one, two, three for Bell Narring. Three for Bell Narring. That's the Flemington other picnic. Yeah, and today's know. only one for Hillsville. One for Hillsville. Uh, Woolamai's got a mention. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's it's um, Yay and Bell Narring no seem to be the popular. No love for the Druin meeting on Boxing no Day? Love, no love for Druin Around whatsoever. the golf course? No, yeah. no mention of Druin at all. So <laughs> that's uh, interesting. Interesting to see what uh, people like about the 
picnic races, and January is the big picnic race time, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's hasn't long started, and yeah, it goes right through until uh, March, April, I think. So it's it's a good six month season, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of uh, little trainers set their horses for this time of year too. So, uh, mate, it's all the best to them, and have a great day at Hills Hillsville today if uh, you're going out there. Okay, let's uh, find a winner. What's your best around the place? I'm off to Sydney again. Uh, I've got a bit of value here. Race four, number two, Naval Warfare. It's around about the six seven dollar mark. Uh, he gets him well with the weatherly claim. Uh, of course, the stable mate Abdon will be the one to beat, but uh, I think he might have his measure. So, where are we? Race four, number Sydney? two in at Rosehill. Race four, number two, naval four, warfare. So it's called naval warfare. Naval warfare. Race four, number two from David Taggart. Uh, anything in Adelaide for our friends in Adelaide? Uh, well, while, while you look that up, I'll take you ever to Adelaide. And we're going to wait until the last in Adelaide today to get our get our money, get our money, and we will. We'll get it. Race eight, number ten. Race eight, number ten. Exalted Loretta. And he's been on form on fire. The scoob has. Let uh, me tell you, the Adelaide listeners, and the best in Adelaide. Race two, number one. Heaven's Deal. I'm not sure what price it is, but uh, he's coming back over the border from uh, where he raced down the straight and ran third on the heavy track at Flemington. So what do you mean on the border? Well, he's gone back to Adelaide, where he bolted in two starts back, came came back over to Melbourne and raced Cup Day down the straight. Oh, I raced up the straight. Yeah, yep, yeah, and yeah. there he goes right, back right. to... And a little bit of value to the bolter in... My bolter in Sydney. Uh, don't believe he's $14. Uh, race 7, number 3, Tango Rain. He will look the winner at some stage. Thanks for your company, stage. everyone. Uh, time for us to wrap things up here on the Odds Cover. Mr Taggart, um, look forward to seeing you again next Saturday. Thank you for having me. Uh, off the bench on its uh, on its way, Hutchie and the, and the team. Enjoy that. Enjoy your Saturday. Great racing out at Pakenham. We look forward to your company again next Saturday morning. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.